You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei from LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com, and this is episode number 14, entitled, I Got Robbed. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Hope you all had a very productive week, Um, and uh, before we get into it, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, one of our affiliates, uh, and that is HostUpon. So if you're looking uh, to uh, start a website for your uh, lawn care business, uh, host upon is a good option to look at. We've been using it uh, here for the LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com website. Uh, it's been uh, up and running for a few months now uh, with no issues. Uh, so if you go to LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com forward slash host upon, spelled H-O-S-T-U-P-O-N, um, you can check out our affiliate link there. And uh, host upon uh, offers unlimited uh, web space. They will give you unlimited bandwidth. Uh, you can host an unlimited amount of domains. They'll give you your first uh, domain name for free, for life. Uh, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and all of this uh, plus 24-7 technical support for $3.95 a month. So, so far, uh, like I said, we've been finding it uh, really uh, useful um, and uh, the kicker for us is the unlimited uh, uh, domains there so basically you get your first domain name uh, for free so you can use that for your business but on that uh, account uh, you can host a whole bunch of other domain names so you can uh, go and use services like GoDaddy um, or Hover and register a bunch of other domain names and host all your different websites on that one account for three ninety five uh, per month so um, like I said before if you want to check them out longcarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash host upon uh, we'd really appreciate uh, you using our affiliate links for that. Um, as well as if you have any questions or comments for me, uh, you can go to LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com and on the right-hand side, you'll see a Leave Voicemail uh, tab there and we're using SpeakPipe for that. So you can actually go on there, leave a voicemail, it uses your computer's uh, microphone and uh, speakers and such there to send us a voicemail. If you're using a smartphone, uh, you can uh, download the free uh, SpeakPipe app and uh, again, the same thing, it'll just use your uh, phone's uh, uh, microphone and such to uh, leave us a voicemail. Um, and depending on what the question is, uh, I may even use it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Um, so uh, if you'd like to try that, uh, go ahead and go down to uh, the website and uh, leave me your voicemail question and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode as well as um if you guys uh, would like to uh, leave a rating and review of the podcast on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. And I would just like to shout out uh, to The Privateer for uh, leaving a five-star review on the U.S. Uh, iTunes store uh, for the podcast. So we really appreciate that. Um, thank you very much to The Privateer. Now, as the show title implied, um, I got robbed. So, <laughs> it's uh, been a very, very crazy uh, time. Um, 
and this actually happened uh not quite a month ago but almost a few a few days off of a month ago so on july 25th um uh i was robbed as far as uh the business goes um so and uh uh, what's happened is, uh, and basically what I mean by that is uh, why I haven't talked about it is basically because I had episodes already pre-recorded for the last month as I was going away on a trip with the family uh, to Europe. Um, so I had uh, episodes already uh, in their chronological order uh, to play. So I had um, had to wait till episode 14 to be able to record a new episode. So... Um, basically, like I said, on July 25th, um, I woke up abruptly at about 3.30 in the morning, um, to the, a bit of racket outside, um, and, uh, I <coughs> checked, um, the security cameras on, uh, the front of my house, pointing at my driveway, specifically at, uh, my truck and trailer, and lo and behold, uh, my truck was there, but the trailer was gone. Um, so basically, they stole uh, my trailer and all of my landscaping equipment uh, that was on it. And um, why this was kind of uh, shocking to me was, first of all, it was the first time in 10 years in business that I had ever been robbed as far as, uh, you know, the business go. I'd had other thefts you know, around the house um, in past years. But as far as the um, business goes, um, this was the first time. And, um, you know, later checking um, security footage, like I say, of my driveway, um, what seemed at first very, very quick, um, later revealed that the, the thieves had actually come back multiple times throughout the night, starting around 1.30 a.m., uh, and we're sort of assessing the situation and, uh, working on it. So basically, um, like I say, at three 30 in the morning, I had heard uh, a bit of racket, um, woke up, checked the cameras, saw the trailer was missing, started to freak out, um, ran downstairs and, um, wanted to, um, sort of verify that it had just happened or if, you know, I woke up from a random noise, um, or if, uh, what, uh, I had heard was the trailer actually just being stolen. Um, so I went to check my, uh, <clears throat> main security footage when I, when I had woke up originally, I was just checking on my iPhone, bringing up the security cameras, uh, but you can't uh, go back and check past footage. So I went to the actual security camera, uh, DVR and, uh, rewound it a few uh, minutes and saw that it had actually just happened. So I ran outside while my wife called the police and uh, jumped in my truck and went, uh, you know, out the neighborhood and tried to see if I could see anything. Was driving around, uh, you know, obviously 3.30 in the morning, not much happening. Couldn't see anything around. Uh, they were, you know, clearly gone. Um, during this time, my wife uh, called me back and, and, uh, told me that uh, the police were at the house and wanted to speak to me. So I drove back to the house, uh, met with the officer, um, actually showed him the footage. Um, and at the time, like I said, we were just looking at the last, uh, basically three minutes, um, of when the trailer was stolen. So 
um, and we hadn't looked at the the rest of the footage yet. But basically, those last three minutes showed uh, one guy, uh, a truck coming up my cul-de-sac, one guy jumping out of the passenger side, running across my neighbor's lawn to my trailer, and uh, working on the front of it. Um, and my truck and trailer, if you can imagine, are uh, they're backed into my driveway so that the trailer is at the back towards the garage door. The truck is facing the street um, and the trailer is locked uh, to the truck with just the standard hitch lock. Um, so what you see is you see, uh, you know, the guy wrestling around the front of it um, and they, his buddy in, his, in the truck drives around the cul-de-sac. So he's facing the other direction now, um, and he actually backs into my neighbor's driveway and turns completely sideways so that his truck um, is up against basically my neighbor's garage door sideways, almost uh, as if you can imagine like blocking off his garage door. Um, there's uh, between my neighbor's garage and my garage about um, uh, 10 to 15 feet of lawn. Um, so he's like backed up in that direction. Meanwhile, the first guy, um, you know, what appeared, it looked like he had broken the lock and was now jacking the trailer off the back of the truck and uh, physically turning or pushing the trailer sideways diagonally so that now it was completely sideways behind my truck um, facing my neighbor's um, uh, yard where the guy, his buddy had backed the truck up to. Uh, so he starts to direct his uh, buddy into um, backing the truck and, and uh, you know, basically his buddy comes out to give him a hand. You know, they're jacking up the truck and stuff and then they, uh, uh, you know, hook up the trailer and there's a bunch of um, uh, little bushes and shrubs and stuff in between the two lawns and basically, and a tree. And basically they just pull the trailer um, right over all the shrubs and bushes as the driver starts driving away the passenger guy that was uh, hooking up the truck and stuff he just sort of jumps into the back of the bed of the truck and then kind of gets into the passenger door and uh gone trailer's gone so all that took about three minutes in that uh last little visit they actually had some trouble um hooking up the the truck and had to pull forward and lift it up and stuff upon further um, you know, review of the video. Um, so like I said, uh, after showing this to the police officer, you know, there's not much he can do about it at the time other than, you know, put out, uh, you know, a call to, I guess, all the other police officers to be on the lookout for this trailer. So, you know, he tells me that, uh, you know, I can hear some noise coming in over his radio and stuff. And he says, he, you know, he's got my information down to gives me his business card and sort of stuff. Sends me, tells me to send him some of the video footage and, uh, you know, that uh, the trailer will probably turn up, that they just probably wanted the tools and stuff. And, you know, it's not really much they can do and not much I could was expecting them to do. Uh, but um, he says he has to go to another call, that there's a robbery in progress. So he leaves and I decide that, you know, I'm just going to drive around and uh, see if I can see any trace of the truck or the trailer. Maybe hit some industrial uh, areas or commercial areas around, you know, because I'm figuring, you know, if they're going to do anything, it'll probably around there where there's no people around and stuff so i start driving around and i drive down this one road and notice that they have uh, there's a bunch of cop cars blocking off a couple of residential streets and stuff as i'm driving by and then uh, lo and behold my wife calls me again and says that the police officer that was just at the house 
um, said, saw me driving my truck by and wants me to meet him at the gas station on the corner. So I turn around and I go and meet him and he says that they, uh, during the, um, I guess the next call that they were doing, um, they saw a truck with my trailer driving past. And because the trailer is so distinctive with the big company name and stuff, you know, it wasn't actually the police officer that was at my house, but another police officer that noticed it and thought it was kind of odd that, you know, landscaping trailer was going by at 3.30 in the morning. And, uh, you know, he looked and lo and behold saw that there was uh, it was just reported stolen, you know, 15 or 20 minutes earlier. So they apparently started to uh, uh, chase the guys. And I guess the, the guys uh, that were stole the trailer saw the police at the corner investigating, you know, the other robbery. And, uh, you know, got spooked. So they started darting in and out of some residential areas. So that's where they had the sort of that general area blocked off as they were trying to uh, patrol around and find them. So later I find out that they, um, you know, they did sort of see them after uh, because the police then called me to come and recover my trailer that they had tracked it down. Um, but what had happened was that these guys had taken the trailer uh, they ended up turning up a residential street with a hill. And uh, because the police were uh, coming up behind them, um, they decided to ditch the truck. Uh, but they did it by jumping out and leaving the truck in neutral so that it would roll back down the hill with my trailer behind it, um, I guess, going towards the police. Um, and at this point in time, it turns out that uh, they had already stolen all the tools. They had already broken the locks and... Uh, stolen uh, all the equipment and stuff. So the um, police uh, ended their chase as they saw the trailer rolling back down this hill and were now concerned for people's safety um, and all the houses and stuff around. The trailer ended up jackknifing, jackknifing off the truck and because uh, it wasn't locked or chained or anything to it. Um, it just jackknifed and it came off the truck uh, slammed down on its front hitch and kind of rolled down the hill, grinding away at the front of the hitch. Um, and uh, it actually got stopped by, I guess, the friction of the hitch and also um, a bunch of shrubs and bushes in between two driveways on sort of a, because of the hill. There was sort of a retaining wall, so the first driveway was higher up and maybe a two-foot drop to the second driveway below and some hedges or bushes in between. Uh, so the trailer kind of got stopped by the hedges and bushes and perched on this retaining wall uh, before sort of going over that ledge. The truck that they were driving rolled backwards past the trailer, um, past uh, that same house, and sort of went into the yard over a little hedge. And actually, I guess because of all that, the steering wheel kind of turned and the truck kind of curved in and actually slammed into the house. Uh, luckily nobody was sleeping in the house at the time. Um, so nobody was injured. Um, but, uh, a whole lot of mess, um, for some tools. Uh, so after I recovered the trailer, um, you know, I went out there and, uh, you know, the first thing I see is the, the side door of the custom built trailer wide open on the ground, the box completely empty. And by completely empty, I mean everything they took everything. Uh, they took, you know, half bottles of the spray lubricant for the hedge trimmer blades. They took, uh, the 
deep cycle battery um, that was used for the hydraulics in the trailer to lift the dumper bed and stuff. Um, they took pretty much everything. The uh, the only thing that was left was a couple of uh, strap-on uh, spikes for my boots uh, for winter when you're walking on sort of icy sidewalks and stuff. That was it. Just these little $5 uh, strap-on um, little spike things that you put on your boots um, that I have on there when I'm working sort of on slippery surfaces or sometimes they work good as, uh, you know, if you're mowing a slope or something, you can slap those on and get a little bit more traction. Um, but that's it. They took everything, trimmer line, uh, hedge clippers, um, all the attachments for my still trimmers, the Honda mowers, um, all the, the blowers, um, they took everything. They cleaned it all out. Uh, the John Deere tractor that I had uh, sitting in the back, that was gone. Uh, all the attachments and stuff for that and accessories gone. Um, so they completely cleaned out the trailer. Um, in the back of the trailer, you know, I had a couple of um, two by four sort of frames built out to keep the tractor um, snug. Um, so, you know, up against the front sort of... Uh, you would drive up up to them, and then uh, you know it would keep you from bumping the nose of the tractor into the front of the trailer. And uh, then I would put uh, sort of back ones on, sort of like some wheel chocks, and it would keep it nice and tight in there. <clears throat> well, they didn't know how to take those out, so obviously it looked like they just lifted uh, the tractor right over uh, all that stuff because the two by fours and stuff were all left in where they were. Um, the side door was completely mangled, um, so it looked like um, uh, those uh, circle-type locks, the ones that uh, sort of cover the the shackle of the lock that I use. <clears throat> the one on the one side that has the little toolbox door um, that I've explained in some of my um, videos and stuff when I talk about the trailer, uh, that one was still on there, but the, the on the opposite side, on the passenger side, I have a big ramp door that opens down uh, like a ramp. So you can wheel out your push mower and all that stuff. So they worked on that side. Um, I don't know um, how they broke the lock or not. They obviously used some sort of pry bars and stuff on the door. Um, and it looked like maybe in a couple spaces where paint was scratched and stuff. looked like you know, a pry bar was pivoting there and stuff. And the metal was all bent and stuff. Um, the door wouldn't close. When I went to get it, we had to, uh, it closed, but it wouldn't line up and you couldn't um, lock it and stuff. You could just sort of put it in an up position. Um, and I had to actually use a couple of ratcheting straps, ratcheted all the way around the whole trailer to hold the door up so I could drive it home. Um, so, yeah, they took uh, pretty much everything um, and left a whole bunch of damage to the trailer. Um and luckily, like I said, um, my business is fully insured and stuff. So I have insurance for all the tools um, and, you know, there's separate insurance there for the trailer. So all that's covered, except obviously you're left holding the bag as far as having to pay these deductibles and stuff. And one of them was $1,000 for uh, the business insurance to cover the tools and stuff. And then another $300 uh, deductible for the damage to the trailer. Um, so... Now, this happened two days before I was supposed to leave to go to Portugal uh, on a family vacation. And um, 
So it was very hectic, as you can imagine. And now my worry at the time was, um, you know, I need to get this stuff all sorted out before I leave because I'll be gone for two and a half weeks or so. And if I don't deal with it now in this limited amount of time that I have, um, you know, I would be coming back from vacation and still have to deal with all this stuff, a broken trailer, uh, all the tools missing, insurance and all that sort of stuff. Right. So it was a, a scramble, uh, very chaotic, very didn't get much sleep, um, you know, between uh, trying to figure out everything that was stolen and getting all the um, documents to support uh, everything that I had purchased that was on the trailer, all the receipts and things over the past years. Um, as well as, um, you know, trying to, uh, get the trailer, uh, dealt with. Now this happened on a Saturday. So now the insurance corp uh, company for the trailer, as well as the business thing, were basically closed for the weekend. They had to, you know, you call them and, and tell them what happened, but then to talk to the adjusters and stuff, you had to wait till the Monday and I was leaving on the Wednesday on my trip. Um, so come, you know, it was a pretty, uh, sleepless weekend. Um, then the, um, you know, Monday came along and, um, you know, I was told by the insurance corporation, um, for the trailer portion of it that, you know, I'd have to see a commercial adjuster and that, um, I probably wouldn't be able to see him, you know, within the next couple of days that I'd probably have to wait and stuff. Um, and I sort of explained the situation and they told me, okay, well, here's his direct email, email him what happened and, you know, see what he says. So, uh, luckily, um, after emailing directly, I got a response right back from them on Monday morning saying, you know, they'll forego the normal um, uh, process where I have to take the trailer in to them for them to check it out and do a claim uh, estimate on it and then find a shop and stuff. They said, you know, go ahead and find a shop that'll take it uh, before you go on your trip and just let us know and we will go and do our claim and uh, estimate at the shop instead. Um, so that was good. And, uh, you know, I phoned around, took it to the place that um, I had uh, had the trailer sandblasted and repainted just a couple of years ago. Um, unfortunately, he didn't do, he wouldn't do the repairs on it uh, and stuff, but he told me where to take it that uh, would do all the insurance claims and stuff as far as the rebuilding of the damaged trailer. Um, so I took it to them and they were able to, uh, not start it right away, but at least, uh, take it in to their shop and have it secured, um, at least for the first uh, week or so, um, until they could get it started. Um, and you know, at least then some of the work would get started while I was away. So that worked out. And then, uh, the insurance for all the tools, you know, I feverishly worked on getting all the receipts and, a lot of the stuff, um, you know, some of the items I had were over seven years old, and that's the requirement as far as uh, tax law here in Canada is, is to have your receipts for seven years for income taxes and all that stuff. So some of the receipts I had, uh, you know, not even thinking, I had uh, shredded um, every year. You know, I shred the the years, past, not the year, like the current years past, but seven years um later i'll shred the every year i'll shred one year um so whatever the eighth year is at that time to uh, get rid of those files and stuff and all the clutter of that uh, and just and i just hang on to the current past seven years each year so some of the receipts of things that were over seven years old i didn't have anymore but luckily 
um, I had uh, bought everything at the commercial equipment dealers and was able to um, go to them and they were able to look up the files and find all the receipts of everything I'd ever bought and they were able to reprint uh, all those for me to uh, be able to send to the insurance uh, adjuster. So um, I have to say uh, the insurance company uh, was great. Um, and here in Canada, um, the one that I was using was CNS and I believe that's Canadian national shield. Um, and like I say, you know, I called them on the, uh, Saturday morning, um, when the stuff was stolen, um, a claim number was made. I was contacted on the Monday by them, uh, explained what happened, uh, to the adjuster. He told me the process of what I needed to do. Uh, he asked me for photos of the trailer to show the damage, the police file number. Um, I even sent him, uh, you know, photos, uh, screen captures and stuff of the video surveillance of the thieves in progress. Um, and I was able to, um, you know, uh, fulfill all the requirements for the insurance. And uh, they basically, by the Wednesday morning, um, actually on my way to the airport, I got an email uh, from the insurance claim saying everything, the claim had been uh, all approved and everything was in order and that they would issue me a check. Uh, so uh, that was uh, stress relieving in that uh, respect. I was worried about, uh, you know, you hear horror stories with insurance companies and things and, you know, all the hoops and stuff they make you go through. But uh, I have to say, being the first time I'd ever been robbed um, for my commercial stuff, um, that the CNS Canadian National Shield was uh, really good to work with. Um, now, no doubt, obviously, my claim or my premiums will probably go up next year uh, and stuff. So we'll see how badly uh, that affects uh, the premiums. Um, but um, as far as uh, reporting the claim and getting all that dealt with, that was good. Now, the trailer, um, it... I came back from my trip uh, two and a half weeks later and the trailer still wasn't quite ready. I went to go have a look at it and they had actually sent it in for paint um, and I didn't like uh, how the paint was and it, the issue was basically that they took the, uh, they had to actually rebuild a whole new side door uh, that was, uh, it was all damaged and mangled and stuff and because the trailer is custom built and it's, uh, basically built like a tank the thing's so uh, heavy uh it's all steel and such uh, they had to do quite a number to get it open uh so the the door was all kind of mangled and stuff and from you know after i guess it, the trailer jackknife the door would have uh, swung back open and uh the uh trailer door i guess was uh, sliding down on the ground and kind of getting twisted and bent and stuff as well so they had to build a new side door um and then the front um, it was a bit, uh, just bent a little bit on the bottom corner where I guess they were putting some crowbar or pry bar or something. So they had to straighten that out. Um, and, uh, they decided to paint the whole front of the trailer, the front wall, uh, so that it would, uh, you know, blend easier and, uh, look a little bit, uh, better. So, uh, they had to remove the decals off the front, the company logo and stuff. And basically what it looked like was that they didn't clean the glue residue properly and just painted over it. So you could see spots of the logo underneath the paint. Um, so I wasn't happy with that cause I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to, uh, 
um, you know, match up the decals exactly in place again. Um, and even if I did, they'd be all lumpy um, where the glue residue and stuff was from behind. It wouldn't be a nice smooth surface. So I addressed my concerns to them and uh, they agreed and uh, sent the uh, trailer back to the paint shop to get redone. Um, so I hadn't heard from them again for a few days and uh, actually ended up um, with a slow dry season around here. Uh, the lawns have been very, very slow. Um, so you know, I wasn't really mowing anyways. I've been on a sort of two week pattern where I mow one week everybody's lawns and then I kind of leave the second week um, and then mow everybody again the third week. That sort of on one week, off one week pattern. Um, so because it was the off week, I didn't have a trailer <clears throat> and I uh, still hadn't had any, you know, I hadn't purchased any tools or anything yet. Um, I decided to uh, go camping. And so the trailer was uh, uh, left there to be repaired. And then I got called or emailed um, about a week later uh, saying that the trailer was ready. So I went to go pick it up. I came back from camping trip, went to pick it up, um, and yeah, it was already the only thing left to do on it. Um, they had fixed, uh, you know, the decal issue as far as the old residue. They repainted the thing. It all looked good. It all matched now. Um, and um, the only uh, thing left to do was put on the decals. Um, they were going to get a sign shop to do it, but I uh, convinced them uh, since I had or done all the decals and signs myself. Um, that I would do it and that it would, uh, you know, be better. So um, they are just having me build them for the decals and uh, I just do the decals myself since I have all the files and uh, the matching vinyl colors and all that stuff to do the decals. Um, so that's where we're at right now. I have um, a trailer back that has uh, decals on three quarters of it. The front doesn't have any decals and this one side door doesn't have any of the decals on it. Um, I have, uh, gotten a couple of pieces of equipment. I had to buy a new trimmer. Um, and I bought a, um, uh, two of my blowers were stolen. Uh, my big backpack blower and just a little handheld, um, uh, still blower. So I had just purchased the little handheld blower for now. The one that sort of converts into the, uh, vacuum mulcher as well, just to get by in the meantime. Um, and I got uh, my uh, trimmer uh, and ended up using a old uh, Honda um, uh, commercial mower, um, the original one I had. Uh, I had used it for about eight years and uh, decided to uh, replace it a few years ago, two years ago, actually, with another exact uh, model, the HRC 216. And I bought a newer one and uh, was using that. And uh, that was on the trailer when it got stolen. So I'm just using the old eight-year-old one. The motor is really good on it. The transmission's good, but the deck is all kind of rusty and uh, beat up looking and stuff. So just using that for now. Uh, and I will replace that uh, in time as I feel uh, more comfortable uh, back as I'm uh, you know, still very um, uh, paranoid and stuff about uh, the equipment being stolen again. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to go out and replace everything and we'll just slowly over time, uh, replace the tools as I need them. Um, so that's, uh, where I'm at at the moment. Um, 
and I think I may uh, use it just as an opportunity right now, sort of try to uh, turn a very negative experience and try to turn it into a positive experience. And, um, you know, I had been thinking about, um, you know, I had talked to you, uh, a little bit and blogged a little bit about, um, you know, having a uh, in-house sign shop for your lawn care business and how inexpensive it was now to buy things like sign plotters and, and stuff like that. And, you know, how my experience from having a, a sign shop previously, um, how I do all my signage and stuff on trailers and trucks and yard signs and things like that. So what I might do is, uh, you know, use this opportunity since the trailer's painted, it's ready for signage again in front. I may do a step-by-step -step video on the YouTube channel and uh, show you guys how easy it is to uh, actually do some vinyl signs and put them on your trailer. Um, as well as, uh, I think, with the equipment, um, you know, in my situation, um, like I've talked about before, I have, you know, 90% um, all my work is city residential. Um, 90% of my jobs I was doing with the 21 inch mower anyways. And, you know, I had a handful, maybe six or so lawns that were bigger that I was using the uh, John Deere tractor on. Um, but they are not out of the realm of possibility of doing with the 21 inch mower. It's not, um, you know, very crazy. So I think I'm going to try to do them with that for now. Um, and see how it goes. I may do a sort of back to basics sort of series, um, and see, you know, when guys are starting out, um, you know, see how far I can go by using just the, um, handheld blower and a trimmer and a 21 inch more with a trailer and, um, you know, sort of report on, uh, how that looks or how long, you know, I'll be able to last doing that. Uh, before my body sort of uh, breaks down. Um, so I'm going to, you know, just try to put a positive spin on the uh, events. Um, like I say, it's been uh, still pretty traumatic. Um, you know, I still get up uh, in the middle of the night um, and check on, uh, you know, the cameras and see, you know, uh, around the outside and stuff like that. Um and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of ways to secure the trailer better. The trailer was locked to the truck as far as the hitch lock goes. But once they broke that, um, you know, I never would have thought that they would steal the trailer that way, that they would actually, I thought, you know, that they would just take my whole truck and trailer, right? But maybe there's issues with the truck. Maybe it's not a very um, easily stolen truck. It's a GMC, Sierra, crew cab, diesel I guess it would have been noisy to uh, start up the truck. Um, also, I guess the truck has a built-in anti-theft immobilizer sort of system in it. Um, the truck also has a blue flashing light on the front windshield. Uh, so maybe, you know, they thought, uh, you know, it wouldn't be so easy and decided the trailer would be easier. And lo and behold, it uh, was pretty easy. So, like I say, when I look through the videos back, they initially came back around... Uh, uh, sorry, they came originally around 1 o'clock in the morning, one thirty in the morning. And uh, it was two uh, males. Uh, they look like they're around 18, 19, 20 sort of age. Uh, you can see sort of the clothing they're wearing. They're both white males. Um, 
and uh, they're sort of just talking, assessing the situation. They're looking at the hitch area and stuff, and then they leave on foot, and uh, they come back uh, approximately 45 minutes later, and this time it looks like uh, one of them hands a... maybe some bolt cutters or some sort of tool. can't really quite make out what it is to the other guy. Uh, and they start working on, uh, I guess, the hitch and stuff. You can't tell whether they break it or not, but they leave. Um, and at that time, I think that one, they were there for about seven minutes. Uh, the first time they were there was uh, for about three minutes. And that second time for seven minutes, they leave on foot again. They come back another maybe half an hour later looked like uh, with some other tools and uh, so it looked like maybe they were having some issues with it and uh, in this uh, visit it uh, was only about three minutes and uh, you can see the trailer kind of come loose because you can see the trailer uh, it looks like they jack up the trailer um, using the hitch jack uh, and the trailer kind of lifts up in the video and it kind of rolls forward and almost bangs into the truck you can see like the hitch maybe bumping into the bumper um, and uh, they leave on foot again and uh, and then that fourth time they come uh, an hour later uh, with the pickup truck and um, I guess uh, they give it some time just in case uh, somebody would have heard it and and stuff so they they came back the fourth time in the truck an hour later and that's when the one guy just runs up to it and uh, starts turning the trailer sideways and um, you know the second guy in the truck backs in and they hook up and uh, take off so originally when we had first seen it it looked like they had done the whole thing in that last time in the three minutes and we were all shocked even the uh, uh, police officer watching the original part of the video was uh, like just in shock that they were so quick and efficient and stuff and it was only uh, later on that uh, you know after watching the whole evening worth of video that we saw that uh, they had actually come and worked on it throughout the night. Um, so what could I have done to uh, secure the trailer better? Well, normally, um, like I say, I always backed in the trailer um, up the driveway, and that was for uh, just keeping you know the tractor and stuff out of sight. And also, you know, if I pulled the truck in forward, the back of the trailer would be on the road and then it would be a lot easier to say open up the ramp doors on the back and you know roll the tractor out right onto the road and that sort of thing where you know at least um you know close up to the garage with just enough room to sort of walk behind the trailer um you know the door ramp doors wouldn't be able to be opened and the tractor wouldn't have been wouldn't be able to be rolled out so i thought you know that was one thing that i was doing that was right the tractor was locked or sorry the trailer doors were all locked with circle locks so that you know your average um uh, bolt cutters and stuff wouldn't be able to break the shackle um and then the the hitch lock itself so it was locked to the truck um so i thought that was pretty good and uh, you know like i said never imagined anybody stealing the trailer from behind the truck backed in the driveway uh but they did so that uh you know had me think about what other things I can do to make it more difficult. Um, I still believe, you know, if they want something bad enough, they're going to get it. But, um, you know, just making it a little bit harder for them. Um, so, uh, you know, whenever I would have the trailer unhooked, you know, and there was times I would go camping and stuff like that, and uh, I would leave the trailer 
on the driveway by itself with just the hitch lock on it. Um, and, uh, but I would put one of those, um, locks around the tire, um, that sort of, um, encompass the tire, kind of like a boot or that sort of thing so that you couldn't roll the trailer around. But I only did that ever when the trailer was by itself. So it looks like I'm going to have to start doing that now, um, regardless. So even throughout the peak season, when I'm working and stuff, I'm going to have to, you know, back in the trailer the same as I always done. But then, you know, once the trailer is and the truck is parked and stuff, I'll have to put the boot lock on the trailer, uh, even though it's hooked up to the truck and stuff in the evening. And then, you know, unhook it every or unlock that boot lock, take it off every morning when I go to work and do my rounds and do the mowings and stuff. And then come back in, you know, at the end of the day and put the boot lock back on it. Um, I'm also, I found, um, I had purchased a motorcycle club. Um, now I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but it's sort of like a bicycle type U-lock, uh, but it's in two pieces, two round sort of U-shaped pieces. And they basically fit around, um, your motorcycle tire, um, and rim, uh, so that you can't roll a motorcycle away. Um, but I found that this fits perfectly around the front uh, triangle tongue part of my trailer and I can get it around the jack of the trailer. Um, so basically the jack can't be lowered, um, and used to lift the truck or to lower, lift the trailer off the truck. You know, if somebody wants to do that, they're either going to have to mess around with trying to break that, or they're going to have to, um, uh, mess around with taking the jack off and repositioning it or bring their own jack. So just another, you know, thing to uh, waste their time. Um, and uh, obviously using the hitch lock as well. Now, because the trailer also has, uh, like I say, had the uh, deep cycle battery that they had stolen from the uh, hyd- hydraulics for the back of the dumper, um, I can hook up a vehicle alarm to it. Um, and I've had that before in the past. I had it for actually for a few years. Um, just one of those, um, self-contained alarms with the shock sensor built in where, you know, if you bumped into the trailer or anything, it would give you sort of a warning chirp. And then if you went any further or if it was more violent, then the alarm would go off. So I will probably, uh, I'm going to do that. Um, I am just looking, I actually found the original alarm in my garage. I'm just looking to track down the remote. And if I can't find the remote, then I'll just order a whole new alarm. Um, and I will uh, install the alarm on the trailer now too. So I'll have the hitch lock. I'll have the lock around the jack, uh, the tongue jack. And I'll have the boot on it. And I'll have the alarm on it. So hopefully that will uh, give me some peace of mind. Um, and also a neighbor was telling me about, uh, having a driveway, uh, alarm that he has, uh, he's got a little motion sensor on his driveway that sort of, um, I guess it chirps inside the house, um, when anybody walks on his driveway and you can adjust the sensitivity and stuff on those. So I'm going to track one of those down and have that as well on the driveway. Um, I figure at least, you know, you know, if you think back to where they came the first time and were assessing that, even if I had heard the um, truck, uh, sorry, even if I had, you know, heard the chime of them being on the driveway the first time, I would have brought up my cameras, would have seen them standing there looking at it, and I could, you know, 
um, use the panic buttons on my car alarm outside and my truck alarm and have that going off. And even, you know, if I have an alarm in the trailer, I could have that set off. And then surely they would uh, obviously take off and probably wouldn't come back knowing that uh, they had been uh, spotted. Um, so, you know, just things to deter them. Uh, am I going crazy? Well, if you've been uh, robbed before, then you know it'll probably take a long time before I start feeling at ease. And I don't think you ever sort of recover from it. Um, I've had things stolen in the past from my garage and things like that. And I uh, am very vigilant with that. Um, you know, and each time you get robbed with something, then it just adds another thing to your, um, you know, sort of consciousness of what you think about, um, and how you secure things. So I don't think I'll be, uh, you know, ease up on the vigilant vigilance of the, uh, work trailer and stuff because like I say the timing was the only thing that sort of helped me out was the fact that I already had a vacation booked um and that this season has been so dry um that I wasn't you know I had done the mowing for that week was booked to go on vacation wasn't really scheduled to do any other mowing so that was the only saving grace if it had been at the beginning of the week the weekend earlier I would have been hooped um, you know, with going away and now having no trailer and no tools and it would have been even a bigger uh, scramble. But it has been such a pain in the butt going through the insurance, the documentation of all that sort of stuff. Um, and then, you know, basically being without a trailer for two and a half weeks um, that, uh, you know, you just get, will, you know, you'll just be more vigilant about the stuff because you don't want to go through it again. Um you know, and people said to me, oh, you know, you're fully insured. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. You, you know, at least you look on the bright side, you get all new equipment and stuff. And I would just tell them, you know what? All I want is my old equipment back. Just give me everything I had back. Give me my trailer back the way it was and just leave me alone. Let me do my job and just leave me alone. I don't want new stuff. I don't want things. I just want to be left alone. You know, I was just, you know, you're just in so much shock and you're just so disheartened that people would come and steal somebody's livelihood away the way, you know, um, how you put your, your means of putting food on the table for your family and stuff that somebody would just come along with no regard for that and just take away every single piece and leave you, you know, completely in the lurch and, uh, you know, without understanding clients and stuff, um, you know, you could be in a real bind. Um, if, uh, clients would get, uh, mad and stuff that you can't uh, regardless of the situation you know you could even lose clients and stuff on top of it um if you you know weren't able to do uh work and stuff but luckily uh, all my clients were understanding um and uh, it's all uh sort of worked out slowly and uh, we'll see how the next few months go it'll be a pain not having a tractor and stuff but like i say i just don't want to um uh, replace all that stuff all at once um, for fear that the thieves will be back knowing that uh, you know uh, this time around there'll be all brand new equipment in a trailer so like I say I'm just going to work on very minimal levels having just the very basic of tools and uh, go like that for a while and see what happens um, so that's uh, uh you know, what happened to me and how, uh, the story of, uh, how I got robbed. Um, I think, uh, that'll cover it for this week as I'm way over time. 
for what I like to keep it around the half hour level. It looks like we're at about 47 minutes now. Um, so, you know, thanks. I'd like to thank you guys all for taking the time to join me. Um, I just want to mention um, Audible to uh, any of you out there who uh, are into audiobooks or listening to podcasts and that sort of stuff thing while you're working. Um, if you go to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible, um, you can get uh, a trial with two free audiobooks from Audible. Um, and they're yours to keep. Um, you have a 30 day trial. Uh, if you decide to keep uh, your account with Audible, I believe it's about $14.95 a month after that for one free audiobook uh, each month. Um, and if you decide to uh, quit before that, those two free audiobooks are yours to keep. Um, so it's a great deal and a great way to try out Audible. Um, I've mentioned in the past I don't listen to the radio or anything like that when I'm working. I listen strictly to business podcasts and to audiobooks, uh, business-related audiobooks. Uh, so it's a great way to try it out and a great way to support the show. Um, if you find value in uh, what I've uh, been sharing over the past uh, few months um, and you'd like to help support uh, the show to help cover costs of uh, the podcast hosting and website hosting and all that sort of stuff, uh, using our affiliate links are a great way to do that uh, without actually, uh, you know, putting out any of your own money um, just by using services and stuff that you would use normally, like uh, our Amazon affiliate account and uh, Audible and the host upon and that sort of thing. Uh, I also like to mention for you guys to follow us on Instagram. Uh, look for Lawn Care Business Success as the uh, username and... Um, <clears throat> That would be great. And also, I am—I uh, haven't posted too many videos yet on the YouTube channel, but again, Lawn Care Business Success is the YouTube channel. I'll be posting more and more uh, videos as time goes on. I've got uh, a bunch of great ideas. Um, I don't want to just post a bunch of um, uh, willy-nilly videos or things without substance. Um, I've got uh, a lot of ideas in my head, uh, but they're all things that will be uh, you know, lots of value-packed. Um, things to help you guys out. Uh, and again, if you guys have any questions or comments or suggestions for the show, head over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact to share your thoughts, or you can use that uh, leave voicemail on uh, the speak pipe through the website as well in the uh, leave voicemail tab. Um, and as always, um, I hope you guys uh, get... Um, you know, a lot of value out of the show. Um, if you could leave in a review on iTunes, um, that would be fantastic. And thanks again to the privateer, uh, for leaving uh, a voice or sorry, leaving a iTunes review on the U S um, iTunes store this time. And, uh, that would be really great. It would really help me out. And, um, thanks again for listening. Be sure to join me next week. Um, and I hope you guys all have a great and productive week and make lots of money in your lawn care business. All right. Bye for now.